0: Hello and welcome to In the Envelope, an awards podcast from Backstage. I am your host, Jack Smart, awards editor at Backstage, and I'm here to give you a front row seat to the industry's most exciting awards races. Who is in the running? How can you, listener, win a statue of your own? What makes awards-worthy film, television, and theater? We're sitting down with some very talented actors to get that insider's perspective on these questions and more. And maybe, just maybe, we'll get a tantalizing glimpse in the envelope. It's really
1: hard. I mean, it's getting enough sleep, getting at least 8 to 10 hours of sleep, drinking at least a gallon or three a day, sure. um, warming up and warming down. Mm. Um mm making sure whatever you put in your body is good for your body. Lots of greens and ginger and turmeric and always at a voice therapist or always at a voice lesson or Mm -hmm. seeing your ENT if you feel the tickle something wrong. Especially since our musical, Everything's So Heightened, um, we're singing a 90 minutes straight. I am Michael Lawrence. And I'm
0: Stephen Flaherty. And I'm Stephen Flaherty. (laughs) Which means I write. Yeah, and he's a composer. I know who you are. Okay, here's the thing, listeners. Yes, I was just listening to a video where Lynn Ahrens and Stephen Flaherty say their names correctly, because I need to be able to say their names correctly. I'm a huge fan of both of them, but you know what? You become a podcast host, and you find out that you don't actually know how to say the words out loud, or maybe you just haven't had enough conversations with other musical theater geeks about Lynn Aaron's and Stephen Flaherty. There we go. All right, we're good. So <laughs> Lynn Ahrens and Stephen Flaherty, listeners, are the composer-lyricist duo behind Once on this Island, the first Broadway revival of which is currently playing at Circle in the Square Theatre in this really beautiful, ravishing, innovative production by directed by Michael Arden. And um, today's guest is Alex Newell, who... Steals the show as Asaka. Asaka is the Haitian-inspired goddess of the earth in this musical, uh, whose big number, Mama Will Provide, it just brings the house down. People are on their feet every night for Alex, who can sing like a soprano and who belts his face off. It's extraordinary. Other things that people need to know about this show, because... I know that this is the Tony's mini-season of this podcast. We're talking about theater. We're talking about Broadway, which is based specifically in New York. For those of you who are not based in New York or who have not seen ones on this island, keep an eye out for the tour. But in the meantime, what you need to know about this production is that, first of all, it's great. And second of all, the aesthetic of this show is it takes place on a set where the stage is full of sand. The entire cast is on stage for most of the show. They're gallivanting around. They're singing all of the parts because it's a very small orchestra. There's a goat. There's a goat that's a scene partner. The aesthetic is very much like repurposed trash, trash that becomes beauty and symbolic. There's a lot of symbolism in this musical. And so this very innovative production kind of uses that to great effect And Alex, although he was not actually nominated for a Tony Award, this interview did take place before the Tony nominations came out. It's no big deal because he's still very much a member of the Broadway community and he's still absolutely one of the biggest and best stars of this Broadway season. He had a lot of wonderful advice to give, especially when it comes to taking care of your voice. And if you've ever wondered about how to simply survive eight shows a week on Broadway, let alone eight shows of singing your face off in a challenging musical. Um, this is very much the the interview for you. And Alex is very young. He got his start at an even younger age with a video audition uploaded to MySpace for Glee. It was for the Glee project, which was this reality show that was uh, the winner of which was going to get A recurring role on Glee. Alex was actually runner-up on the show, and he still got the recurring role on Glee. He played Wade Unique Adams, one of the first female trans characters on television in Ryan Murphy's show on Fox, a show that was pretty much a game-changer and was certainly a game-changer for Alex, who also signed a recording contract. He is a pop star. I listen to his dance music all the time, and he really has it in perspective in terms of becoming an emerging pop star, an emerging LGBTQ icon and activist, and now our Broadway star. This is a great interview. I make a lot of fun, funny, weird noises in this interview because I had a lot of fun interviewing Alex. We speak a lot of the same language. I hope you speak that language too. But even if you don't, it's going to be a great interview. All right, we got to get to it. Let's take a quick break. And then welcome to the podcast, Alex Newell. Alex Newell stops the show as the goddess Asaka in the Tony-nominated Broadway revival of Once on This Island. He got his start at a very young age with a video audition for the Glee Project, winding up with both a recording contract and a recurring role on Ryan Murphy's Glee as Wade Unique Adams, one of the first trans characters on network TV. Despite being ridiculously young for such success, he is also wise beyond his years. Here it is, our interview with the one and only Alex Newell. I don't know how much I'm going to shake it up because you're um, musical theater, rather than these like TV or... Film people. Oh, those people that used to be one of those. Then I decided to come to the Great yes, White indeed. Way. Yes, indeed. Did you always want to come to the Great White Way? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. Do you remember, like, what was the inspiration, or why did you? What was your first, like, being exposed to Broadway?
1: I've always been exposed to the Broadway. Um, I think I just wanted to do it randomly when I was like four. Uh huh. And so I got my Equity card when I was like 17. So. Oh, so it's basically like the equivalent gotcha. of a SAG card, and I got that at like 17. How did you get Equity Card? Um, I was doing a musical in Mm -hmm. St. Louis. I was doing Joseph at the Muni. Oh, cool. And then I backed out a week before rehearsals because I had to go film Glee. Ah! But it's whatever. (laughs) They still
0: got me my card. And you got SAG After Card from from Glee. Yeah. That's so crazy. Mm -hmm. I Backstage, as you know, it's all about the working actor. It's all about the early career actor. And... We ask for a lot of advice, especially in regards to, like, auditioning mm-hmm. and including self-tapes. Uh-huh. And you have the ultimate self-tape <laughs> I do. <big> break story. <laughs> yeah, that I do.
1: Somehow, that one random self-tape ended up me being for on TV for, what, six years? Yeah, uh, Wow.
0: on a huge TV show. Yeah, a this little television show. No, just a tiny TV. little television show. That no one watched it. Changed nothing. Yeah. <laughs> No, like trans representation. No one watched it. Yeah, <laughs> um, was it true that that was uploaded to MySpace? Yeah,
1: what? decades ago, before like Facebook was like a it's real not thing. Decades. It was. it It was <laughs> decades ago in my book. Facebook was like a long, long, long journey. Yeah, MySpace was so much closer. Um, but no, it was like MySpace, Facebook. Was just starting to be a thing. I still had like 16 MySpace accounts as everyone did.
0: Oh, uh-huh. and yeah. Hmm.
1: So you could spy on your friends.
0: I was going to say, what did you use your, your MySpace To spy on
1: your friends. Like but like also to, to show
0: off your music and your. What music at the I had no stuff? music. No.
1: I didn't have anything back then. Did I was, you list your favorite music? I don't think I just used it the way that you're supposed you to just use it. People. I think I just like used it because MySpace is like a different. Now I know it's music and it's very heavy music oriented. Ah. But back then it was just like a profile uh-huh. where you could change your wallpaper and everybody thought they were doing like um, coding <laughs> and stuff.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. I'm a web designer. Exactly. Totally.
1: Where you go to a website to get like the template of the website and then you cut and paint it was just a
0: lot yeah and you thought you were coding yeah you're like i'm an entrepreneur yeah that's a lie i don't even know what that means right although in your case you kind of were because you <laughs> uploaded this video and a ton of people saw it yeah yeah including ryan murphy i guess i guess
1: little baby what is it like to work with ryan murphy ryan murphy's everything And on your first project i mean to this day ryan murphy looks at me and says as i live and breathe and i'm just like hey ryan what's up
0: as I live and breathe. As
1: I live and breathe. Every time I see him, he's like, as I live and breathe. I saw him at, like, I was having coffee at Alfred's in LA, Um, which is the best coffee place ever, Dubs. Um, nice plug. That was a good you're plug. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was me and my best friend Clark. We had just wrapped up, and then all of a sudden I see a range whip by and then him run down the corner and then sees me, takes off his sunglasses and says it, as I live and breathe, Miss Alex, how are you? And I'm like, wow, Ryan, you're grand right now. And it's seven (laughs) in the morning. (laughs) Was that the moment you knew
0: you had like made it?
1: I mean, I think the moment that I knew that I made it was when Deborah Messing um, oh. primed my hair and blotted my face. That is how you know you've made when it. When did that happen? This happened at the Trailblazer Awards over the past summer, and I was just like, clearly, I'm here. I've arrived, and the spotlight <laughs> is on me.
0: Deborah Messing knows who you are. Yeah. is touching you. Yep. is blotting my face of <laughs> you free of oil. That she
1: was making me free of oil.
0: That's um, that's gay rights. Yeah,
1: right yeah. There.
0: That is That's LGBT. I mean,
1: Q B C. LGBT, I, there's so many Q, Q I A
0: two. Uh,
1: uh LGBTQIAAPP. There, yeah, it totally. it. there it is. Found it. Yep. I have to say it really fast. And she's
0: the queen. She
1: is. She's one of the queens. She's in my book the queen, right? Have you? <laughs> Oh, no, not Beyonce is about to do Coachella again. So, yeah, uh, which I can't believe. I can't even wait. I, can't, I think she's gone I from queen that. to goddess. So it's now goddess B yeah. instead of queen B. It's
0: goddess B. You said like Coachella was the opportunity for her to be like, oh, now is now what I'm going to do um, the greatest. Concert well, of my life.
1: the thing is, what else can she do? She's done the <laughs> Super Bowl twice now, yes. where she's done it herself and then snatched someone else's yes. career out of their hand. Yeah. Um, and I love cold playing. Sure, <laughs> I love Coldplay, but like no one remembered that it was Coldplay's yep. Super Time, Super Super Time, Super Bowl <laughs> halftime performance. Um, we just remembered Beyonce and her little man Bruno Mars come man, out,
0: her little sidekick.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just there was nothing else she unless she like gives a concert in Central Park while it's raining, like Diana yeah, Ross. Like how do you
0: keep going? Yeah, like there's so so
1: much that you can do unless you like mm. do a. NBC Live of just Beyonce, which I mean, I'm giving her ideas, but
0: well, yeah, I mean, just the amount of the sheer amount of people who watched illegally. I don't know if it was legal. It was legal. The um, oh, okay. I mean, someone, now it's illegal because it's just on YouTube. Right, 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 right. But I, I thought the same thing. NBC or or whatever, it needs to be like we need to just air. Her.
1: I think that's like kind of what they're trying to do with J-Lo and Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had Brandon Victor Dixon on the podcast, who is Judas in um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Do you Did you watch Jesus Christ Superstar? I did. Oh, okay. I did, I did, I did. I yeah, watched yeah.
1: it in second. I mean, I just saw Mean Girls last night, well, Wednesday night or oh, whatever. Oh, cute. Yeah. And I didn't know how many friends I had in the musical until they were all in front of me. Oh. The same happened while I was watching Jesus Christ Superstar. I was yeah. like, oh my, you're, and you're, uh, and you're, I'm clearly (laughs) off the social media game. Congratulations, y'all. But that's crazy considering you've been a part of the Broadway community since the fall. I mean... Uh, I wouldn't say the fall it, it speaks worse to me I've been a part of the Broadway community for like ever
0: in terms of like being a fan
1: yeah but to me being a fan yeah, I mean like yeah. I've never been on Broadway but like I was a Bro- I was like the Kardashian of Broadway Ooh. I was just in these streets doing all the galas and all the things I was just kind yes. of there without like really having the clout to be there <laughs> you absolutely have the clout to no, be there no 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 <laughs> I mean like I was going to the Tony party <laughs> at the plaza every year just twirling around oh, looking, looking like I was fabulous looking like a million bucks nines and tens going to see everybody Broadway show, like yeah. going backstage, talking to them. Yes. like I was the card. I was a socialite of Broadway without ever having touched a stage. That's
0: amazing. And and social media is part of that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's cool. Glee was basically Broadway on steroids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of overlap between the Glee audience and the, the Broadway fanatics, yeah, for sure. Those things. And we all know, we all knew who you were the yeah. moment you walked out onto the. I mean, the moment Glee project happened. Was oh god, was like
1: that's when that's when I became Kim Kardashian
0: West. <laughs> yeah. From Kim K to just Kim Kardashian. To just West. Kim Kardashian list. Yes. And now you're approaching, I would say I don't know what I, <laughs> I don't, don't know, know what got what the analogy is, yeah. You know, work. <laughs> Destiny's Child. <laughs> oh god. Michelle yeah. Williams. At least Michelle Kelly Rowland. <laughs> <laughs> At least. I hope that they're listening to this podcast.
1: I actually do. Michelle, you know I love you, girl. Yeah, Michelle Williams. just got engaged. Hashtag really. I was so I cried a little bit. <laughs> a little tear fell from I, I was like, her. Oh my god, you're so
0: sweet. I met her once and she was just very effervescent and very kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many other people I saw I saw a couple of the people you've met recently because of Once on This Island. Ah. There was the the Broadway folks. There's Neil Patrick Harris and there's yes, and but David. you saw Jill Scott recently.
1: Oh yeah, she came to the musical. Oh. We call it the musical. <laughs> We're the musical. in the musical and we call it the musical. I love it. Like we'll text each other, hey, are you in the musical tonight or not? <laughs> okay, will you be doing the musical? Um, but she came to the musical. Yes. I asked her to play Asaka. She said no. Oh, how um, funny. I'm going to text her as soon as I leave here and I'm going to tell her you have her phone number I don't want to say that out loud I don't want to confirm I plead the fifth me and scandal like
0: like say the phone number out loud (laughs)
1: absolutely not that's how I die (laughs) um but I'm going to like she's all I listen to dear Jill please come and do the musical um and play a soccer when I leave (laughs) thanking you um that could
0: actually happen
1: I pray um but she's come um Chris Cofer's coming tonight oh cute um Billy Porter's coming back again tonight uh huh um, he texted me this morning Good saying, day. Please say you're in the musical. And I was just like, Oh, God. He calls it the musical too. Yeah, I think it's just, we all call it the musical. <laughs> I don't know why it's called it, it's just very proper. I mean, when you walk into the theater, it's so informal. Oh, it's yeah. just so yeah. informed There's garbage yeah. everywhere. There's clothes. There's a goat. There's a chicken. It's a There's garbage. sand. It's a garbage aesthetic. There's water. There's a dilapidated yeah. power pole. It's the musical. We want some. Totally. Just some pull back to that. It's a Broadway <laughs> show you're seeing. Totally. I mean, I'm over there cooking with this woman. I was cooking one day during yeah. my pre-show. And this woman literally was just like, oh, what is this? And I said, please don't.
0: An audience member. Yes. Oh, God.
1: Like just touched all the spices. I was like, please don't. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs>
0: Stop yeah. this. Did you have to say that? Did you have to I say, did, say it but
1: I, yeah. it I took me fully out of the character. Oh. And it was just Alex <laughs>
0: speaking. I was just like, ah,
1: ble- ah stop it.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Well, for those who have not seen or who have yet to see the musical, could you kind of give, like, yeah, explain the the maybe the angle of the show or the There's aesthetic? No <laughs> There's no <I'm> angle. There's no angle. Like, it's in the costume design. It's in your costume design especially.
1: The, I think the biggest angle out of our show is beauty out of chaos. Mm -hmm. I think there's so much, especially with my costume and my character, Mm -hmm. it's the unconventional costume pieces that are then made into something that is divinity, that is divine, that is held up to this higher stature than it just being a tablecloth. Mm -hmm. This is the God, uh, the mother of the earth, the God wearing this gorgeous floral printed gown. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they made. They heightened it. It's forty yards of fabric. It's weighted. It's wow. it's couture. Um mm-hmm. a giant headdress that comes out uh, that's made out of um just shower curtain and stuff. Uh-huh. It's those kind of things. Or you see Leia Salonga's costume, the god of um the well, goddess of love, mm-hmm. who's wearing mosquito netting, a um
0: and that Ethernet ethernets on top of
1: her head with broken glass and a stethoscope around her waist as the bodice.
0: Um,
1: And you have um, the Augwe currently Q, Quentin Earl Durrington, who's wearing silks and garbage bags as Augwe. And it's just that's what it is. It's trying to make something that's not anything something revealed Mm. and reveled in Mm -hmm. and loved and seen as this is what it is. I think it's when I go back to chaos and beauty being one together, I mean
0: I that's truly what this show is when you walk totally. into the theater. That's there in the material too. Yeah. And this is channeling it so wonderfully. You you must have known the show before any of this, before getting involved. And, Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um I did the show in two thousand nine. I did an all white version of Once on This Island. I hold it high up there and I, I played you, Papa Gay. Seriously Yeah, I was the only white in the musical. No, I was the only black in the musical. Um
0: wait, why was this wait two thousand nine? So you were. You, I don't know how when? old that was. I stopped counting. Wait, but why was it all white?
1: Um, it was in the Massachusetts Sh- where I'm oh, from. Okay. So it was community theater. <laughs> yes. I won't call it theater. Community theater. <laughs> sure. Um and. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It, instead of they despise us for our blackness, they were like they despise us for our richness, and I was just like, I'm sorry, they despise us for our poorness, and I was just like,
0: oh. Oh, they equated the two. Cool. Yeah. Cool, there's cool,
1: like cool, a cool. whole like junior version that like they use. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Where they can't like use race and class and stuff like that. But I was just like, this mm. doesn't make sense to me I since I'm the only African American in the 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 um the piece.
0: Yeah, which must have been like a weird responsibility almost. No no, no no no. No. No 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 no. You weren't like the leader of the Absolutely not. You weren't turned to of like, so what's Haitian culture about? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 <laughs> That's, none of
1: that. That's I was like, I'm just You're here to express. I think it was like i was, yeah. I had to have been like a freshman in high school.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. like,
1: my brain truly wasn't fully de- developed or
0: anything sure. like that yet. Amazing. So you did know the show, yeah. but this, but Michael Arden's kind of vision for this production, you described it so beautifully. Like, that does channel everything that these writers have created in this yeah. mythology. Uh-huh. And it works, wh- it really works in that informal, very casual. It is. Um, the pre-show is my favorite part. It's so cool. It it's You never see that. Uh, we're very lax-daisy about it, but it is, because
1: it's, we don't... Circle Square is so small. We don't have a green room. We don't have anywhere where we can, like, check in with each other. Mm -hmm. And so what Michael really wanted, he wanted a time for us to be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? How you feeling? Mm -hmm. And... Bas- I did the show two weeks ago with all of bronchitis, and yeah. everyone could tell that I had the bronchitis uh. because normally I'm running around the stage screaming and yelling. Yeah. This that week I was literally just sitting down at my little station, cooking yes. my little food, mm-hmm. sipping my water, just trying to breathe. But I mean, gosh, you always it's I always find it it's nice to be able to check in with your cast, especially since mm-hmm. it's such an ensemble piece and mm-hmm. each one of us when one person's not there, we all feel it. Mm. Um, you and guys when one person's off, we all feel it. Um, and we rely on each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone has a different job that they have to do, mm-hmm. and you forget that until that person's not there. And mm. I, it's always lovely to get to check in before you're just like, oh my god, I did, can't, you're here. I yeah. didn't know you were here until we got three songs into the musical.
0: Right, 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 right. It is such an ensemble piece. Yeah. It's it's beautiful and I can't I can't wait to hear about how you take care of your voice. You mentioned bronchitis in the <laughs> elevator ride up here. You were saying that you had you were attached to three IVs only yesterday. I,
1: only yesterday <laughs> morning. Three <laughs> IVs, all the antibiotics and a steroid. Um, it's hard. How do you do it? I don't know. Um I'm also just
0: also with the anxiety of Broadway is just hard. It is. Yeah, um totally. I find asking about the how people just straight up survive the, just that just uh, the stamina is... It's...
1: I think that's just the... I mean, I did 113 shows without ever calling out.
0: Uh-huh. From the beginning of there previews
1: up until my understudy's birthday. And I said, here, please have your birthday. Take it. Cool. Run with it.
0: Oh, wonderful.
1: Like, I need a break. And so yeah. from that moment on, it's just like my body was just like, ha Uh gotcha. Uh-huh. And so I've been fighting through a lot. But I think that hmm. being on Broadway, that's half the battle. It's not just performing. It's how to keep yourself well and sane Mm -hmm. and on top of your game. Um, There's a lot of anxiety that comes with it. Sure. um, Especially around the time of Tony Seasons and all the awards that come arise. Yes. Um, And then life itself is on top of it. I mean, I had bronchitis. I had to do the show, I had... My mother had just suffered from a stroke. I'm an only child. Oh, so it's Tony season. So my life was really just like crumbling on top of itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I still have to be on stage and yep. give the performance that the the nice little poster of me says brings down, uh, I gotta go do that. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. that
0: pressure, yeah.
1: But like, that's where all the anxiety starts to come down. And then you yep. are like, you have to do this press and that press. I mean, the day... Of course. It's... That's... It's the job and it's the gig, but it's Mm -hmm. more so of you never really know how temperamental your body is to life situations until they're literally (sighs) in one alley and one lane and you're just like, oh, wait, so you all rely on each other for me to do my job? I'm also just not sleeping because of all the anxiety, so I need to go see my doctor about a nice little pill of Ambien or something. But that's just a side note. (laughs) Um, but no, it's it's really hard. I mean, it's getting enough sleep, getting at least eight to ten hours of sleep, drinking at least a gallon or three a day, sure. um, warming up and warming down, mm. um, mm. making sure whatever you put in your body is good for your body. Lots of greens and um, yep. ginger and turmeric, and vo- always at a voice therapist or always at a voice gotcha. lesson or mm-hmm. seeing your ENT if you feel. An tickle something wrong um especially Mm. since our musical everything's so heightened um we're singing 90 minutes straight yeah i went to go see me and girls and i was just like oh my god these guys have so easy they get to leave the stage yeah
0: absolutely you get to
1: leave baby you get to leave the stage not to just make a costume change but you get to go leave (laughs) and sit down drink your water meanwhile i'm like can i have a bucket of water just on my table so that i can douse that down (laughs) and and not to take away from the work that they're doing they're doing amazing work but we're Yes, we all joke our, ni- our 90 minute musical. It is 90 minutes. By the time I'm in, I'm Girl. out. But baby, we are working totally. from the very minute you walk into the theater mm-hmm. up until the minute that we walk off stage. Yeah. So it's just, it's all of those things that really you have to think about and keep in motion. I mean, that 90 minute show, I'm singing, I'm playing the trumpet. I'm not playing the trumpet, but I'm singing uh-huh. the trumpet line yep. because I don't, the music of our show is so wonderful. Totally. Um, we, I think there was like seventeen pieces in the original company of this musical. Uh-huh. We only have four pieces. Gotcha. We have uh, ooh, keyboard, guitar, bass, and percussion. That's yeah,
0: it. yeah, yeah, which puts even more focus on the ensemble. I
1: yeah, think. because we have to sing up and make that giant wall of sound mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. the entire musical, and we're always doing it in sand.
0: Yeah, that's wild too. Just get everywhere. (laughs) It's everywhere. I mean, I can't tell you how many times Uh. I'm just in the tickle
1: in my throat. I'm just like, oh, that's sand. Ah." A a pearl or a diamond's gonna fall out of me one day. So
0: (laughs) it's it's amazing. It's
1: a lot, but like all of those singing the trumpet line in the sand while trying to just keep yourself healthy is just Mm. it's hard. Yeah. And I don't even like thinking about it sometimes.
0: Sure, sure, sure. You don't want to get too in your head about it.
1: No, I mean it's hard not to, but I mean it's there.
0: Totally. You must be so in touch with your body because, like you're saying, it's just sheer survival. It's survival mode. Survival of the fittest. It's the Olympics. Yeah.
1: And I am. I mean, I was at my voice lesson before I got here today because I had the strep this yesterday and this morning. Apparently, I don't know if my doctor's correct, Mm -hmm. but I'm not a doctor. But it's you have to have all your ducks in a row before things go wrong. You have to know, Mm -hmm. like. It's great to have your ducks in a row after the fact. Yeah, 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 But you want to be like, hey, I'm having this problem today. Can I come in now? Yeah, come on in. Or I've been taking this, 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 and this. Rather what than, can be... I take this, 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 mm-hmm. and this? It's like always better to ask mm-hmm. for forgiveness than permission, honestly.
0: Love it. Just totally. have it there already. That's excellent advice. Yeah, because I mean, backstage, people who've never been on Broadway don't understand, especially for a musical, especially for 90 minutes of full-on singing and being on stage all the time, the the sheer endurance that it takes, yeah. and but you I mean this is your first time doing it.
1: It is. I've done regional runs mm-hmm. of like three months, four months, um, and I've done some of the worst theater of my life as well. Uh huh. But this is, this is it. This is what I've dreamed of. This was the goal. This was yep. everything that I wanted, I hoped, and I dreamed of. I was that person watching the Tonys every season, uh-huh. and then I. <laughs> was the person watching PBS specials I still watch PBS specials yeah, cool. just whilst watched falseos last night or a couple nights ago mm-hmm. um but now you're here and you never no one truly ever knows down to the exactly. producers no one ever truly knows what it's like to be a Broadway performer until they have to do it themselves totally because they expect they Everyone sees. Oh my God! You just sing and dance on stage, and I'm just like, "Say it again, I dare you!" (laughs) Right, 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 right. I honestly dare you to say that I just
0: sing. I just sing and dance. Compared to yes, filming a TV TV musical show or even being in the recording studio, nothing compares.
1: No, I mean nothing. I mean, Glee was pretty damn close, but nothing. But that was switching it up all the time. Uh This is being able to maintain the same thing Mm -hmm. for a long time, for six months to a year, Um, When... Glee, it was just like, you go to the studio now, sing, your heart is out. Okay, great. Mm. Now just act.
0: Yeah, yeah. Chords were fresh as a daisy.
1: Chords were always fresh as a daisy. Now I'm just like scrounging for (laughs) them to touch because I'm singing my song. It's like, I can go into the studio and sing, Mom will provide all day if you need me to do it. But then I have a full week of just not yeah. singing it. But this is... Mm. I have to sing it all day mm-hmm. and night. And, and in a heavy
0: costume. And, and... Uh,
1: 15 extra pounds on my body mm-hmm. in the sand. Yeah. yeah.
0: Out of all these like guests that you're meeting, all of these celebs that you met even before the show, what, did anyone give you advice about specifically performing on Broadway? I mean, everyone
1: says... All the performers always say...
0: Just don't rest. underestimate. Oh, just uh-huh. rest
1: and don't underestimate the rest that you'll need, yeah. because they all get it and they understand what it's like yeah. to just keep going, going, going.
0: But like you said, you, it 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 has to be it has to be learned on the job almost. It does, yeah. mm-hmm. Because
1: at the end of the day, my body doesn't physically always hurt. I'm not kicking my face eight shows a week, right? I'm not twirling in the sand. <laughs> I'm not. Dancing that hard, I'm. It's just this part of your it's body. It's my cords and my yeah. sanity of <laughs> walking and my feet and my ankles because I'm just running around in well, the, sand. the sand.
0: is tough, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't envy anyone that's like, oh, I love running on the beach, and I'm just like, oh, that's do a you? workout. Also, everyone's just like, oh my god, I can't wait to leave here to go to the beach, and I'm just like, I'm on a beach. <laughs> yeah, in your case. I'm like, I don't want to see, I want to see fake
0: grass at this juncture. <laughs> totally. There's a lot of beachy musicals on Broadway this season. Everything's this a beach. Um, Everything has Sponge fake sand. Bob and Margaritaville. And yeah, yeah. It's interesting. That's a lot. Trend. I think maybe audiences, maybe with this freaking long winter, we're all like craving. Do you mean the
1: fall? Day. We skipped over summer and spring. We're back to fall. It's going to be cold for the rest of the year. Don't even say that. Well, no, it's going to happen because I literally walked outside and I was just like, oh great. Grits. So
0: it's forty degrees outside. Grits. I'm from Hawaii, and so I, I can't. I you can't, can't even fathom it. I can't deal. No, I don't doubt I it. I can't really um, Talk to me about your music. <sighs> First of all, is it? Have you been doing any anything recently? And I assume with the show, with the musical. Well, with
1: the, with the musical, I haven't <laughs> been able to do as much because my one day off is Thursday, and I'd like to keep okay. myself in a dark place. Um, yeah. But I just recorded a new song. I just went back for the first time to the studio to record a new song because I was just like, I haven't done this in a long time. Can I still do it? A new song you wrote? I don't write.
0: I'm not a writer. But you have songs that are attributed to just you.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't write anything. Okay. I'm like Whitney Houston.
0: We Way don't have time it. for that. Way to own it. We don't have time for that. <laughs> we will we
1: will sing your song house down, yeah. me and Whitney. <laughs> but like, we don't pen to paper. We I don't think... I also don't have the mental... Commi- I don't... As much life experience that I've had right now, I don't have the life experience to to be like, let me just write this one down to see what my feelings are. Because if I could deal with my feelings in a healthy way, I wouldn't need a therapist.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: But no, I love, my music's great. I mean, I signed right during glee i know um i literally was signing my series regular deal deal on glee and signing a record label contract at the same time and i was just like
0: at the exact same time yes
1: i was like i'm 21 (laughs) i have no idea what i'm doing in life um but you knew enough to know
0: that you didn't know what you were doing oh i still don't know what i'm doing see to this day that's awesome
1: it's always it's like a it's Everything, if you
0: came in here and you were like, "I know exactly what I'm doing. This is my next step. I'm going to take out over the, the world directly," and I would <laughs> gladly fall ten stories down.
1: No one knows what they're doing. If exactly. anyone says they know what they're doing, they're crazy. And they really, really don't. They're awful humans at the same time. Totally. Um, because what a way to gloat. Um, but no, I was doing music. Was just like, "Hey, you want to sing?" And I was just like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" Yeah, you love it. Yeah. I'm great at singing. But can I sing sure. high? Yeah, sing high. <laughs> great. Yeah. And I love it and it's just kind of this thing that I do at the same time but when Broadway called I was just like I need to focus on this right now sure. because you can't be great at two separate things at the same time
0: it just doesn't work that sure. way. Sure. Well, I was going to ask like w- do you consider yourself first and foremost a singer or a musician or do you want to be like a Broadway actor or do you want to be at all?
1: I don't know, I'd rather just be at all. I yeah. want to like I want to do it all. I can mm-hmm. be capable of doing it all one day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not try? And if I fail, there's always going back to just one of them. Exactly.
0: Yeah. If you overextend yourself, you could just scale back a little scale bit. Scale back. Just pull back. <laughs> what are your um, What are the inspirations and the influences? Who you Who you see? Oh, that person has it all. I could just follow in that person's steps.
1: Oh my God. Uh, who wouldn't want to be Beyonce? Yeah. I mean who
0: wouldn't? I mean it's either Beyonce or Michelle Obama. Whenever we air this episode it doesn't matter cuz Beyonce's always going to be like she's always going to be at the top. At the top. Yeah. Yeah, and having a moment. Yeah, yeah. Apparently she has to have a moment like all the freaking time. And well listen, she's always going to have a moment. Um
1: even the stands of her fingernails changing, her nail polish yes! changing. Which someone sat down at their desk all day to try to figure that out at BuzzFeed, and I was just like, <laughs> like "You just grabs. nailed it! <laughs> yeah, totally. You nailed it. You were just like." And well, she knows that that's what people are going to do. Of course, yeah, that's she's, the level she's of like, smart. fandom. She's yeah. very smart. She yeah. understands what she's doing.
0: Yep, and she has done it all. She's done the acting. She's done the singing. She's done the yeah. She can do. A she concert hasn't like done no the Broadway else. yet. That's true, but I
1: mean, all she has to do is write a check, and I'd gladly do the musical for her. <laughs> oh yeah, but, I mean, I'll do the musical. I'll be
0: Beyonce in the musical. <laughs> we should play Beyonce in the musical. I'm gonna have I to. just saw the Donna Stop Summer musical, which is similar. <laughs> right. Um, you saw the Donna Summer musical. <laughs> the Donna <laughs> Summer musical, and it? then the Cher musical is coming. There's a lot yes. of like biopics of female musicians coming.
1: But like, I'm really here for the Cher one, mainly for Stephanie. Ooh! Same. So um, Stephanie, know that I love you. Yes, um, I assume she's listening. I know Big she's listening. Big fan of backstage. I'm gonna yeah, gonna be like, hey girl, listen, because I just She's you incredible. Out, babe. Yeah,
0: she's so incredible. Her voice, and is... you just saw falsettos. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I'm here for all of your she's... great live. That's. I'm still reeling from that that show. Same that performance. Um, you're amazing. What in our last five-ish minutes, um, I want to ask you about your acting advice, of course. Yes. You've covered a lot of it in terms of how to survive on Broadway, we've covered. But um thinking back to this Alex who was submitting the video on MySpace and who had had the what, the big dreams, but not goals and aspirations. The goals life. and aspirations. But did you I love this idea that you're signing both of these huge life-changing things at the same time. Like how do you keep it in perspective and how do you look back on that pre-all of this Alex?
1: Well, my mother raised me in a way that no matter what you get, it can be taken away immediately. Mm. And so I think that's really what everything is in my mind. And I've worked extremely hard for a lot of it. And a lot of that work has had a lot of things quote unquote fall into place or fall into my lap. Mm. But at the same time, it's You, everyone, loves to see the success of it all, but don't doesn't see the ooh I can't speak the rejection of it all. Oh, absolutely! They never really see the no's that happened or Mm. just anything bad that could have happened. They all we all positive. Sorry, we only see positive things. Sure. And so, with all the negatives, it's. For every one positive that I've gotten, my mother's just like, and it could go away and you'll probably hear nine no's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And Mm. it would happen. And so I would hold the yeses up to something reveled. And when the yeses kept coming and the nos stopped, it was like, wow,
0: let me just keep doing what I'm doing and work Mm. harder to achieve even more. And and continue to remember that that's not normal.
1: It's not normal. (laughs) And I know that I'm abnormal. Sure, sure, sure. And so... So it's about gratitude. It is. It's always about gratitude. And... At the same time, even being quote unquote the best at what I do, I'm a male that can sing a soprano line Mm -hmm. like no other. But knowing that there will always be someone better behind me coming up. Mm. And rather than slap that person in the face and know me Watts not know me Watts, Nomi Malone them down some stairs, <laughs> showgirls them, um, uh, nurture them and teach them because cool. at the end of the day, like, yeah, baby I'm retire soon and you're gonna have to do <laughs> what I do. Soon. No, honey, I'm gone soon. I'm no, out. Oh no, no. Um, I'm gonna go and so someone has to be there it's all about like planting seeds and making legacies and like Mm -hmm. nurturing because that's what my mentors did to me so it's just like for everything I get I give as well
0: right because to turn around and to to give that slap is it's about your ego and that's not that's not a healthy thing and it's not a way to leave a legacy it's not a way to preserve your I don't know your reputation even absolutely not but also it just it feeds you to to help others for sure that's excellent advice. What do you do to, like, do you actively practice gratitude? Is that like uh, a... Oh, I'm not humble. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, i But I'll... you are. I like your brand of, of like, confidence and humility. It's somehow both at the same time.
1: Um, I always feel that there are not enough people in life that sit in their own truth. And so my mm. biggest thing is you have to sit in your own truth and then people come, people go, people fall, people move. Um, Mm -hmm. But once you understand the balance of not letting people take advantage of you, but still giving enough to people at the same time, Mm. you can literally just straddle the line of life because it's the honesty of yourself and then knowing that you can't give yourself to everyone at the same time. You just have to know. Like for me, it's, I know that I can only give myself so much until I am hurt because I know that I'm not getting anything back in return. Mm-hmm. And so... You got to know that. I do. And yeah. being that I became quote unquote famous at sure. 18, mm-hmm. I would walk to the mall and people like, oh my God. And I'd be like, hey, sup. Yeah, Arm length away. Yeah, And I realized that I would get this reputation of, oh my God, that's a bitch. And I was just like, well, maybe I shouldn't just be like, stop, halt. Um, <laughs> and I'd give them a side of me that seemed welcoming and okay. inviting and the the side that is welcoming. But they I gave them al- the Alex Newell rather than, Alex.
0: Oh, uh, cool, cool, cool. You just yeah, have yeah. to
1: know when to turn it on and to turn it off, and mm. still find a balance where you're genuine about it. Because yeah. you could, everyone can go, "Oh my god, thank you so much,"
0: in that voice. In yeah. that voice, exactly. Totally. Then just
1: thank you, thank you, honestly, thank yeah. you. Yes, we can take a picture. I'm gonna go eat after this picture, but like, yeah. know that I'm gonna stop my time, Cheers my boundaries. Hey, yeah, great, yeah. goodbye.
0: Totally, like the Alex Newell. It's not being fake. No, it's about being. I, I like that to kind of a, deg- a degree of yourself. A degree of yourself because yeah. you
1: can't give yourself to everyone. It's like no. you're just giving yourself away for free to people and yeah. a little part of your soul just dies because you're out here just... Giving, 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 giving. That's giving. what fame is. But Exactly. And then you lose yourself yeah. with all the people that you've given yourself mm-hmm. to. You've literally just ripped a piece of skin off and been like, here, take it. Go forth,
0: prosper. Well, I think most people take years to figure out what you've just articulated, the balance of, of like being famous and being kind and giving and polite to people, but also being able to have boundaries and take care of yeah. yourself. Because some people take a long time swinging back and forth between the two extremes, Rather than establishing like these are my boundaries. Exactly. I'm respectful. Be respectful of me. I love you to an extent. It's that it's like that's almost your message. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And then the humility is just like I know that one day I'm gonna be a washed up has been and I'm just trying to <laughs> When be is nice this day?
0: Why do you see this day? I don't see oh this day at God, all. Oh my God, I see it
1: coming. <laughs> if I keep reminding myself that it's coming, I work harder. There you go. So I'm just like, mm. it's coming. I'm going to be a been. Right. Going to be a one hit wonder.
0: And that's the thing about the people coming behind you too, is that pushes you too, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: Those little children. You want to improve yourself. Like my child that's doing Pearl and um, SpongeBob the musical. <gasps>
0: Oh that's my, my child. Who is she? Jalen
1: Christie Jose. That's my child. Do you know her? Yes. That's when I say that's my child, that's my actual child.
0: She like opened her mouth and, and Jesus the sound stepped that came out. out. I was like, What? Yeah. Um I've never her, heard that before.
1: I met her when I was teaching at Broadway Dreams, this thing that I do over the summer, like maybe four years ago. Oh. She's spectacular. She's always been spectacular. She was sixteen when she was spectacular, and I was just like, Wow, that's a sound. You remind me so much of a past version of myself. I mm. don't know why. <laughs>
0: You've huh. done Broadway Dreams multiple times? Yeah. Do you love it? I do. Yeah. It's a That's so cool. it's a
1: great part to like give back.
0: Yeah. Excuse me. Um, it's not just for the sake of giving back, like you get a lot out of it, I'm sure. You do. I mean,
1: you meet new people, you see new people. How I was literally doing Broadway dreams when my agent says, Hey, Michael Arden wants to have a sit-down meeting with you. And I was just like, cool, great, I'm at the Wallace Sandberg. She was like, he's at the Wallace Sandberg, And I was just like, oh. I'm here currently at this very juncture. And She was like, he's there currently at this very juncture. And I was just like, that's weird. great, send him my number. We'll just have, go get coffee or sit in the theater. And that's exactly what we did. Huh? And because of Broadway Dreams, I was there. I mean, I was living in LA at the same time, but the, I was at okay. broad, teaching at Broadway Dreams at that time. Um, but yeah, it's great. You get to see and meet so many wow. wonderfully talented kids and adults
0: and fresh college kids at that um would you not have gotten asaka if you hadn't met him in that in those circumstances i don't know maybe okay i have no idea
1: i did look him in the face and say the only role that i want to play
0: is asaka but is that right yeah because you had already played another role and you were like i "I play play pop again i I was just like this is the
1: gayest role i've ever played in my life
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what is it about you playing these these female can i ask you about your LGBT, I don't know what to call it. Is it, is it your activism? Is, is by playing female characters, or by playing a trans character, is this, do you consider it to be, I'm on the front lines of LGBT representation? I
1: mean, it's always, it always goes back to, and I get flack for it sometimes. I'm just like, it's the actor playing the role. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you get flack for
0: playing a trans character? I or? get flack
1: for saying that. It's the actor playing the role because we're like, oh. well, then they could find the person. I'm like, I understand that. I get that. It's mm-hmm. it's all plain and simple. I do understand that. But like the capability of myself, me speaking personally, is mm-hmm. I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. I am not this macho, macho man that can go out here and be the lead tenor. Um... <laughs> Th- role on the Broadway. I know that about myself. Sure. Honey, I'm the sassy black girl. I will <laughs> scream, and I am telling show. you, stealing the show. The <laughs> random black girl out here coming out the ensemble, singing the one number, then leaving. Um, like, that's my gig, and I know that I'm great You're... at it. I can't do if I loved you. I can't do that. Uh-huh, I'm uh-huh. not that. I'm not a Raoul. I'm not a Fanto. I am Jennifer You're Holliday. I'm. Jennifer Holiday. Billy Porter. I'm Billy Porter. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's It's that. It's yeah. not me saying, and that's because I'm dying. It's because Ugh. it's me saying that's what I offer. That's what I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I am the best person for the role. Mm-hmm. And we have to come back to that. And sometimes when it comes to theater, the person that you're seeing could in that director's mind have been the best person for that yes. role. Mm-hmm. It's just like the bombshell on Smash between uh-huh. Ivy and Catherine McPhee. Um, Megan yes. Hilty and Catherine McPhee. Um, Karen. Karen <laughs> and Ivy. Found
0: it. I couldn't I couldn't help you in that I'm moment. really great at it. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like one director really saw Megan Hilty as Marilyn Monroe. Totally. The other director saw there you go. Catherine McPhee as yeah, Marilyn Monroe. As the Ro- best, person, as the best person in the role. Yeah. And... That's what theater is, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to gender as well. I mean, when you go back to Shakespeare, only people allowed to be in theater Mm -hmm. were men. And so that man at the time was the best role to play that woman. Mm -hmm. And so I think... We need to go back to theater being expression and rather it being so cookie cutter and black mm-hmm. and white and you need to because once we start to try to make everyone happy, yeah. that's all we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're literally not making art, we're making everyone happy. And art is set there to
0: challenge everyone, not mm-hmm. make them happy. Mm-hmm. You gotta cast the best person yeah. for the role, whoever that may be. And
1: sometimes it's wrong. I I uh-huh. will say, sometimes, baby. Sometimes doesn't work. It don't work <laughs> and it's wrong. Sure. But we learn from our mistakes, and mm-hmm. we challenge people, and we create the conversation again, mm. because that's another part of art: creating conversation.
0: Gorgeous. Wonderful. Well, I think that you are the greatest person to play Asaka in Thank this production you. of Once on the Silent. you. it. You're too kind. And congratulations on all your successes, and keep breaking legs. I'm
1: gonna try. I'm gonna reach out for an audience member to see if I can break their leg.
0: In the Envelope is recorded at Lotus Productions and Hyperbolic Audio in New York City. Thanks, as always, to producer, editor, and all-around podcast whiz, Jamie Muffett. You can follow him on Twitter, at JamieMusicNYC. You can follow me, Jack Smart, on Twitter, at Jack JackSmartWrites. Thank you to the team at Backstage, a.k.a. the most trusted name in casting, Peter Rappaport, Mark Stinson, Francis Ramos, Rowan Alkatib, Caitlin Watkins, Lauren Rout, and especially, Tony nominee of my heart, Casey Howe. For more awards and industry coverage, head over to Backstage.com. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time for another glimpse In the Envelope.